1: couples podcast for episode number 67 67 weeks in a row thank you love for mouthing that for me uh so this episode is do not let this sink your relationship There's a long pause there don't let this sink your relationship, and ship is in all caps if i'm correct correct yeah and we'll get to that analogy in a minute this will be fun as always we want to thank next level podcast solutions for producing this show and 44 others now Wowza. Wow. Wowza. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate you. And, uh, as always, sweetheart, what is your intention? My intention is for our listeners to take this voyage
0: with us through this episode. We, um, we have a really keen the visual. analogy starts. The analogy starts. We have a keen visual for all of you to be able to bring into your relationship. And my intention with that is to help all of our listeners figure out what side of the fence in this analogy they're on. Um, And we'll we'll get into that soon. So I want everyone to imagine that there's two ships, okay? We're talking about, like, ships in the ocean. I personally am envisioning, like, the one from Jack Sparrow, the Black Pearl. You have two of these big ships, and they're trying to go to the same destination. They leave the same port. One of them has a hole at the bottom. The other one doesn't. Which one of those two ships are going to make it to the other side faster? Which one is going to be going down Obviously, the one with the hole in the bottom. And that's the analogy that I want to bring into this episode. And I'm excited for Which is for why that. ship
1: is all capitalized, in relationship.
0: All capitalized. So in this analogy, the ship that has the hole at the bottom, this is pretty much if ownership is not taken in your relationship when there are challenging moments, when you are squeezed, this is the ship that could be sunk. Because in your relationship, there are two types of people for this analogy, right? On the fence, off the fence, right? You either are taking ownership in your relationship or you're not. You're either taking it externally, right? When something goes wrong or when something happens in your relationship, you share that externally with your partner or you do so internally and your partner doesn't ever know nor find out that there's a hole in the ship. So to use this, Alan and I have found out through our relationship how we take responsibility or we take ownership and that has really come through not only in our relationship but also in a lot of other different relationships as well. There's a lot of ships in that so hang
1: hang with us on this one. Ownership relationship jumping ship. There's going to be a bunch of analogies <laughs> here. So in the last episode, if you listen to that, if you haven't yet, please go back. How dare you? I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, if you haven't yet, please go back. Check that out. We had the triad of disaster. And the triad of disaster was in the bottom of the left. It was arrogance. Mm-hmm. Upper part was, hold on, wait for it, dishonesty. And the bottom right was immaturity. Nice. We had the triad of abundance, which was humility, ownership, and... No, humility, something, and then ownership. Yeah, trust. Humility, trust, and ownership. Mm -hmm. Ownership is what we're going to focus on today in this episode. So Emilia and I, uh, any challenging moment that we've had, whether it be podcasting together, starting a business together, or in our relationship, living together, this X, Y, or Z, I am very quick to take external ownership whenever... I do something that I think is like, yeah, that's me. That's on me. That's my bad. Mm -hmm. What's a good example of that? Um, Like a bath mat. We could go back to the bath mat. I don't want to use the bath mat anymore. I'm sick of the bath mat. That's an (laughs) old (laughs) one. So you're on a ship, right? And there's a bath mat. No. (laughs) But here's the high level. I would notice that I didn't feel whenever something was wrong or off that that you were taking ownership. Mm Mm-hmm. And I now realize that it's because you're not doing it externally. Yeah. And I remember at one point I would be like, have you, do you not think that there was anything wrong on your part in this? Like relationship talks. After,
0: after an event or whatnot, we would kind of go through an experience review. And if there was something off or we didn't improve upon from the last time, if we had agreed upon that, there would be internal ownership on my part and not expressing it. I'm kind of going through that laundry list. And that's where we found this initially with like, are
1: you, you know, Okay, so let's use the mouse as an example. Yeah. So when we do relationship talks events, there's Emilia has her computer in the back end, and then my computer is the main one that we use with the big TV, and it's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But the main point is is that each time we do a relationship talks event, we always want to improve. So after each event, we do most important win, most important improvement from each of us, and Emilia has this mouse with an adapter to her laptop that like never worked for like the first, I don't know, 20 or so relationship <laughs> talks events. <laughs> we've changed the setup many times. So it wasn't really that many events, but there was at least three or four times where this mouse just would not work. Mm -hmm. Emilia in her own mind was saying, that's on me. I'm going to fix that. And I'll make sure that it's not going to happen again. Mm -hmm. But you would say that in your own head, right? You wouldn't necessarily externally say that. So I don't have any certainty that it's going to improve. And it's like, Whose job is that to improve? It's your mouse, not mine. This, yep. that, and the other thing. So that's just one tiny example. One more example. We were on the phone with one of the couples that we coach. Mm-hmm and we realized that the man in the relationship wasn't feeling seen or heard because the female in the relationship was so quick to take ownership but inside of herself Mm -hmm. same same thing right he wanted to hear verbally like that's on me that's my bad i'll change that i'll work on that i'm already working on that Mm -hmm. whereas she presupposed that he was already figuring that she was doing that and i wonder if this is like a thing in general it probably is definitely because sweetheart i had past relationships and this is for our listeners as well, I had past relationships where no ownership was taken. External. So I couldn't, yeah. no, no, not even internally. Oh, period. Yeah, sweetheart. Yeah. Oh, okay. So um, I had past relationships where there was no ownership, period. I, I, okay, so this is the analogy. I have one p- finger pointed at me, mm-hmm. and she had one finger pointed at me. Gotcha. So I would always change, and I would always improve, and I would always grow, but she wouldn't. Right. And that was so hard for me. Now, when I left that relationship, my life flourished, and I don't know what her life is doing, but when you don't take ownership, you don't grow, so Mm -hmm. most likely not that good. But here's my point. I couldn't presuppose that you're taking ownership because it was triggering all my past fears of I've been here before. I've been with partners. I remember I used to take like relationship seminars by myself on YouTube, hours taking notes. Remember Mm -hmm. the relationship check-in that we created? That was my idea that I had brought to the table with a past partner. Mm -hmm. So my point is this, is that if you're with someone who doesn't take ownership, period, internally or externally, you're in so much trouble, because that's the triad of disaster. But if you are with someone who does take ownership and does create positive change, what if they're taking ownership internally when the other partner really needs to hear it? They need to know they need certainty that things are going to improve or change. Otherwise it's like you kind of just don't feel seen.
0: And here's, here's where that analogy comes in where you didn't necessarily know to this degree that you do know now where that's what you need in order to have certainty within your relationship. You need me to outwardly say, babe, that's on
1: me. I'll do X, Y, Z to try to fix this. So that it's a because tame. it triggered the past right. of I otherwise I have no certainty that things aren't gonna that that it's the ship isn't you. gonna sink exactly because exactly. the ship did sink in the past mm-hmm. when there was consistent not ownership taken exactly, and I can't presuppose that you're doing that inside of yourself Definitely so yeah,
0: and that's again, where this analogy comes in is Alan didn't really know that, and so through our and I didn't know that I. Took a ton of internal ownership yeah. either. Like through this whole thing, and this is what <laughs> I want to share with our listeners. Like our personal experience in articulating this and trying to figure it out together has helped us see what side of the fence you're on. Are you the person that typically when something goes wrong, are you quick to take ownership? And and how do you do that? Do you turn do you do that externally and kind of share that? with your partner or do you internally go about that and then go immediately into problem solving mode because that's how I typically go about things mm-hmm. but I didn't realize that the impact to my relationship the the relationships that love <clears throat> external ownership like my relationship with you right now that was like the hole at the bottom of our ship and that you know going back to the very beginning of this analogy of like Which ship is going to get to the the destination of love or whatever it is faster? Which one's going to end up at the bottom of the sea in our relationship? If we didn't come to this understanding, that could be a huge crux in our relationship that could actually force us to grow apart. And so I'm so grateful for this finding. And it is a thing in other relationships because a lot of people don't have this level of self awareness of, oh, that external ownership is really important to me. And then in addition to that, not trying to troubleshoot or problem solve for me because I'm already doing that within me, and that's to our coaching clients. What What was happening is the female in the relationship was so quick to ownership internally that she then shifted gears into, into trouble problem solving. Shooting
1: and the, with the, her partner, the male in the relationship didn't feel like they. It's almost like the male in the relationship felt like we skipped over
0: exactly what I
1: was trying to say. We skipped over the point I was trying to make when in reality, she already internally processed through all that and was trying to come up with a solution for the we. Right. And I think that that's something that's probably happening in all relationships to some extent. (laughs) And then if it it goes unnoticed for long enough, now all of a sudden it's like, I use the analogy of a volcano. Mm -hmm. There's There's pressure underneath and it can explode if you don't release the pressure every now and then there's two ways to release the pressure you you let the volcano explode and Mm -hmm. it destroys the island which you don't want Mm -hmm. or you cry yeah
0: hi amy and chris lenny is here to give a quick moment of appreciation for alan and amelia we have been working with them for a few months now anyways maybe six maybe going on six months now and we appreciate you guys so much Mm -hmm. to see you guys Work as a team to help couples work as a team is one of the most beautiful things I have ever seen. Not only have you helped us reconnect and helped us with our marriage, you've also helped us through big life moments with Mm -hmm. boundaries, with creating our own stable unit at home. We appreciate you guys so, so much. Yes,
1: truly heartfelt. Appreciate you guys and everything you've done for us.
0: Thanks, guys. We love you.
1: Whenever you're under a lot of pressure, you... I personally feel like it's important to take time to feel your emotions and to try to cry mm-hmm. because when you cry, it's like you're back to neutral yeah. and you have a little bit of emotional hangover. Yeah, obviously you got to eat some snacks, <laughs> you know, maybe watch a movie, whatever, whatever, whatever you're into. <laughs> but for me, I do realize that when that pressure cooker is building mm-hmm. of not feeling seen, not feeling heard, not feeling understood, it can really cause some disaster if you're not careful. And so that's yeah. the question for the listeners to keep this simple. Are you taking external ownership with your partner? Is your partner taking external ownership with you? Are you taking too much ownership or too little?
0: How quick to ownership are you? How quick how to slow? ownership
1: are you? Yeah. And if you don't have a lot of self-belief, aka you have a fixed mindset, meaning you, you don't believe you can change, you don't believe you can transform. When When someone has very low belief in themselves and they have very low belief that they can change, they're not quick to take ownership. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is because if you don't believe you can change it, why would you take ownership? There's no real benefit. It's Definitely. just feedback that you don't really get to do anything with. Whereas if you are growth oriented and you want to improve and you want to be a better partner, you want to be a better person. Mm-hmm. It's like, why wouldn't I take ownership? Yeah, you're right. The mouse was me. I screwed this, 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 and this up, but I'm going to do something about it. Mm-hmm. And so I hope that that helps all of our listeners kind of figure out where they're at. If you're in a relationship where you're pointing a finger, remember there's three pointing back at you. mm mm-hmm. And if you're in a relationship like I was, where I'm pointing at me and she's pointing at me, that's a dangerous game to stay in for a long time. Definitely. Um. So that's all I've got.
0: <clears throat> and what I will share
1: is uh,
0: one of our biggest episodes that consistently is at the top charts is not taking your past out on your partner. Why I want to mention that in this episode is because oftentimes we have so much conditioning around our past partners and whether or not they were quick To ownership, whether or not they took it internally or externally. And that can very well be the kind of the wall that's building in between how in which you and your partner are curious around this ownership thing. So if you've never really talked about babe, I think you might be taking internal ownership where I really would love to hear that externally because I want to be a team in this. Maybe this is not a topic that has really been talked about before in your relationship. Let this podcast episode be the start of that conversation so that you guys can have, number one, a degree of self-awareness of like what you do typically. Number two, what you would like to see more of in your relationship. And then number three, what you believe would help suit the relationship and what the destination is that you're both trying to get to. Because it's in those conversations where you guys can really work out some beautiful things as a team and feel more connected and more intimate emotionally than maybe you had in the past five, 10 two years, whatever the term of your relationship. So I really encourage all of our listeners to reflect upon this. And not only is there self-discovery, but so many other things that can help you guys grow together, not apart. So
1: I want to ask you a question, love. I know we got to jump soon. Yeah. But my question for you is why I guess was external ownership? I know you mentioned prior to this episode, we talked a little bit masterminded. You said that sometimes when you take external ownership, the other partner the ego gets the best can you go into that briefly just because i think Mm -hmm. it's a very vulnerable thing to take ownership it is and i'm realizing that i overtake ownership in a lot of my relationships like friendships business partnerships xyz and i'm working on that Mm -hmm. um so.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, so, okay. So my conditioning and one of the reasons why I've gone and shifted into internal ownership is because very similarly, I would take so much external ownership and way more ownership than actually I needed to. And so because in past relationships, again, that was me kind of bringing in my past into our relationship. I would take so much ownership of everyone else's challenges, their problems, whenever something went wrong, I just, it would always come back to me. And that was like my, the way, in which i handled things and i realized over time that eventually when i would do that externally not only would i be pointing the finger back at myself but to your point my past partners would be pointing it back yeah, at me because of their
1: ego because i would be they having... loved that you took the blame exactly and they I, would take advantage they of they would that. take advantage of yeah. that babe i'm never going to do that yeah love. That I, if I'm anything neutral. i'm the one who's like very hard on myself so yeah
0: Remember when you and I were on the couch here and I was like, I don't want to take this much ownership externally because I have a huge past of extending my ownership far beyond the threshold of what I actually merited. Yeah. And then you had the same thing happening and we were both triggering each other because you thought that I wasn't taking enough ownership. Which is why I thought
1: I had to take responsibility More. more than I really did. Exactly. Because if you think about back to the ship analogy, we'll end here. Yep if you have the captain and the first mate or the first mate and the captain, whoever's who, it doesn't matter. It shifts. Okay. Pilot, co-pilot, you name it. Mm -hmm. Emilia and I are in this together. We're sailing towards the horizon. Mm -hmm. If I don't know what she is taking responsibility for, I'm not going to know whether or not I have to man the bilge pump or, or set the sails. I don't know. sailing. Pick up the baton. I don't know where my responsibilities end. Even earlier today, when we, talked about so tariel had an accident in her crate yeah. uh we have a cat trained uh, or a crate trained cat she's mm-hmm. the sweetest and i we wanted to that's what i was really looking for yeah how can which we- which one are you gonna do so that i know that i now have certainty around what i'm not gonna do exactly and i that way we can't be on a team if i don't know what you're taking responsibility for so mm-hmm. if emilia takes responsibility for cleaning the crate out right. now i know it's off my plate right In the relationship, that's so powerful. If you always know who's responsible for what, there's Mm -hmm. less uncertainty and you're going to be able to work much better as a team. And if you're not taking ownership externally, it's going to be very hard to do that. So this is very, very powerful. Go ahead, Suda. I
0: want to add one more thing on that. And, And I find this with women and that's why I do find that women tend to take a ton more internal ownership than speaking statistically of what I've observed in research than men in terms of men men will take a lot more external ownership if that is something. But because the ego is so prevalent um, in a lot of the masculines that I've observed and I've coached, women, when they are quick to shift into internal ownership, a lot of the times, like for example, when that just happened with us, I'd ask, "Can, can your standard come up in this regard? Because a lot of the women that I've observed are concerned about men not being able to meet them in the
1: standard of wherever they are taking ownership so like for example well, I think you' more fearful of having to do it yourself that and you want the compound me to witness effect. you doing it so that the standard would be there from then on but sweetheart, you yeah. got to let me in on that yeah exactly because if you don't <laughs> now I'm thinking like why are we both doing this right. like you do it or I do it but you have deeper reasons. There's always deeper reasons. And then there's overlap of ownership and all that stuff. So
0: okay. it's definitely a that'll loaded layer topic. That'll be a different episode. Yeah, yeah. a different episode. But
1: uh, thank you all for listening. We appreciate you and uh, all the ship analogies you can think of. <laughs>
0: Don't so, jump ship. Yeah, Catch <laughs> it up. Figure out yeah. what Find you're. the hole. Find the
1: hole. <laughs> Plug the hole before you jump ship in your relationship. Keep taking ownership. And I'm going to go eat some snacks. Okay. <laughs> so uh, we get a jump. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. Every single weekend, Saturday, Service Saturday, we do relationship talks, coaching. We have many, many clients from all over the world, different couples, individuals at this point, all couples actually, but whether you're a conscious couple or conscious single, it's a safe space to talk about these things. If you're struggling, you don't have to stay alone. That's it. You don't have to be alone. If you're struggling, your partner doesn't get you. You don't get your partner. You're not on the same page. You feel like you're not on the same team. Reach out to Emily and myself every single Saturday, we allocate a half an hour on our calendar. So the link will be in the show notes. We hope we get to meet you.
0: In addition to that, what you can also find in the show notes is one of our favorite things that we do every single month. So in addition to relationship talks that we do every single week, we have a free live virtual event where you can get around other people who love and believe in love and want to protect it at all costs. So this month, June 8th, it's a Thursday, the second Thursday of every single month, and it's going to be at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So please note the time shift. This topic is going to be all about cultivating healthy masculine with an empowered female. This has been something that we've heard a lot through the grapevine, how important um, cultivating that healthy masculine is for relationships that are so much now more empowered in the female arena. And so we want to make sure that We can cultivate that with you. So if you are in a relationship where you do have an empowered female and maybe you're the guy in the the relationship and you're struggling to try to figure that out because we know it can clash up against many identity things and some of the things that no one's ever talked about on how to work through that that's where we have some extraordinary things planned for every single one of you. And you don't even have to turn on your mic. You don't even have to turn on your camera. You can literally just listen in the car and join in as you see fit and as you are comfortable. So we would love to have you in that event. And uh, please click the link in the show notes to register.
1: So if you're a healthy masculine, click the link. If you're an empowered woman, click the link. If you're neither of those things, click the link because you need help <laughs> no, i'm kidding. um and also we will make sure that our mouse works oh, for that yeah. for that event i will uh, make yeah sure. yeah yeah oh there you go external <laughs> ownership she will make sure and there i am pointing a finger <laughs> <laughs> we will make sure she will make sure i'm not really sure uh no but seriously thank you so much for listening we appreciate you as always it's not about you or me it's about the no we, we. We'll talk to you next time.
0: Bye, everyone. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Conscious Couples podcast. We love connecting with the Conscious Couples community. So please make sure you follow us on Instagram. I am at Evolve with Amelia and Alan is a Lazarus 88.
1: Also, if you or your partner resonated with this episode, leave us a review at the link in the show notes and please share this with someone you love and care about. Until next time, remember, it's not
0: about you or me. It's about
1: the we.